podcast. This is episode 24. So last episode, we took the time to go through and just take a quick inventory of the kings for both the northern tribes of Israel and the southern tribes of Judah after the division or the separation of the nation of Israel after Solomon's reign and in the early days of Rehoboam. Of course, Jeroboam being the uh, the first of the uh, divided northern kingdom uh, kings. And anytime we are going to do a quick overview of the Old Testament and we're going to take the time to look through the kings, it's equally important to take a quick look at the major prophets and seers and those who received a word from the Lord that is recorded in the Old Testament as well. So we'll take a quick look at that today. And I've got listed down and actually broken down some of the prophets that are listed in Scripture for both the uh, northern tribes of Israel and the southern tribes of Judah. So we're going to jump through them fairly quickly. I'll give you some reference uh, points if you want to take notes and go back and look these uh, figures up later on. Uh, would encourage you to do so, of course, anytime we can encourage you to get into the Word on your own as well. That is uh, to be encouraged. So we're going to start off with the northern tribes of Israel. Uh, there were nine prophets uh, recorded as ministering to the northern tribes of Israel, and a total of 20 that were recorded as ministering to the southern tribes of Judah. So starting out with northern Israel, and really starting off right with uh, the inauguration of Jeroboam and, uh, in the northern tribes of Israel. Uh, the first prophet that we had there was Ahijah. And just a really quick reference, if you want to look up 1 Kings 14.2, you can read a little bit more about Ahijah. But he was actually the one that had spoken and prophesied with Jeroboam prior to the kingdom split and prophesying that Jeroboam would become the first of the kings to the, uh, the northern tribes. Uh, second one was Edu, I-D-D-O, and you can find out about him in 2 Chronicles 12, 15. Uh, later on was Jehu, 1 Kings 16, verse 1, and only a chapter later, a very familiar name, Elijah in 1 Kings 17, 1. And of course, he has uh, quite a bit of uh, interesting interaction with the, uh, with the king uh, Ahab and his wife Jezebel. Fascinating, fascinating stories. Uh, personally, Elijah is one of my favorite figureheads in the uh, in the Old Testament, so highly recommend looking into him. Uh, we also have uh, Micaiah. You can look him up in First Kings twenty two uh, verses eight through twenty six. Uh, not surprisingly, uh, shortly thereafter we see Elisha, and there's quite a bit written about Elisha as well. Uh, but just a, a reference point there, Second Kings. 612. Uh, moving forward a little bit on the timeline, uh, we see Jonah, who uh, famously had the, uh, the ministry of preaching up to Nineveh, which was the capital city of Assyria. And what's interesting, and we won't go too far into this right now, but uh, Assyria, of course, was the, uh, the major nation that somewhere in the range of about 70 years in the future from Jonah's time, uh, would actually be the superpower that came in and dominated the northern tribes of Israel and brought them into uh, sub subjugation to them. So interesting that Jonah was called uh, prior to that 
to go in and minister into the capital city. So, uh, surprise, surprise, you could find him in the book of Jonah, uh, Jonah 1.1. Similarly, we have uh, Amos was another prophet to the northern tribes, and Amos 1.1, or if you want to read the whole book, it's pretty short. And the last of the recorded prophets to northern Israel was Hosea. And Hosea is a absolutely fascinating read. Um, he kind of overlapped with the uh, with the exile into Assyria and the domination or the conquest of Assyria over the northern tribes of Israel. So those are the nine uh, that we had for uh, the northern tribes of Israel. In the southern tribes of Judah, uh, it all started off with Shemaiah, and you can find uh, some about Shemaiah in Second Chronicles 11.2 and, and also a little bit later on. Uh, Azariah was in Second Chronicles 15, verses 1 through 8. Hanani, Second Chronicles 16, 7 through 10. Jehaziel, Second Chronicles 20, uh, verses 14 and 15. And Eliezer, Second Chronicles 20, verse 37. Now we're going to finally start getting into some of the names that you might recognize. <laughs> some of the prophets that had uh, maybe a book or something that was a little bit more uh, either written by them or about them. So starting off with Obadiah, a very famous name. Um, and again, you can look them up in the book of Obadiah, uh, verse 1. Uh, Joel, Joel chapter 1, verse 1. Isaiah, same idea, uh, chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, Micah. And Micah, we actually see in a few places. You can look him up in Micah 1.1, 1, 1, of course. Uh, but you'll actually see him cross-referenced in Jeremiah 26.18. Then there was Oded in 2 Chronicles 28.9. Uh, Nahum, Nahum chapter 1, verse 1. Zephaniah, Zephaniah 1.1. 1, 1. Huldah, who you can find in 2 Kings verse 22, or excuse me, chapter 22, verse 14. And of course, there was Habakkuk, who also has his own book. Chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, Jeremiah, same idea, chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, Daniel, who shows up actually in a few places, uh, Ezekiel 14, 14, uh, as well as Daniel 1, verse 6. Uh, one thing that is uh, worth mentioning, we'll kind of just backstep a, a moment here, uh, but actually, oh, let's see, where did that exactly land? I want to say it was kind of around... Jeremiah, kind of the middle of Jeremiah's ministry, uh, the, the end of Huldah, and of course the beginning of Daniel and Ezekiel. Uh, these guys all were prophesying and, uh, and ministering during the Babylonian conquest. So it's, if you'll remember from your history classes, uh, the Babylonian conquest of Judah was actually a three-stage exile process. Um, so there was Daniel and his friends taken captive in 605 B.C., and this all would have been uh, under the reign of uh, Nabopolassar and, of course, uh, his son Nebuchadnezzar being the, the big figureheads that you'd recognize. Um, a few years later, uh, 597 B.C. or B.C.E. if you prefer, uh, Ezekiel, as well as the 10,000 captives, led into exile. And, of course, the, uh, <laughs> the remainder of, uh, of the Israelites living in the, the southern tribes of Judah continued to be a quote-unquote thorn in the flesh to Nebuchadnezzar. So he actually came back in 586 and just destroyed it, just destroyed Jerusalem, crushed the temple, kind of just like obliterated it and said, hey, we're going we're gonna to crush this rebellion and you guys are going to be uh, 
uh, more ruly than you've been. Uh, so a three-stage process, but yeah, definitely Jeremiah, Daniel, um, Ezekiel, really all kind of overlapped in, uh, in the same time frame. So as time passes, uh, Daniel is actually the one that's recorded as continuing to minister on through the Medo-Persian conquest, which was uh, several years later. Um, but of course, that's when you also see some of the figureheads like uh, Haggai and Zechariah come onto the scene, um, kind of in the prime of, at that point, it would have been just the Persian Empire. They, they booted out the Medes. And, uh, and several years later, uh, still during the Persian reign, was uh, Malachi, or as we affectionately call him, the Italian prophet Malachi. Uh, very, very uh, interesting, very good words. And with each of these guys, um, I guess I did skip over a few of these, um, but Ezekiel has his own book, so Ezekiel 1.1. Haggai, you can find them both in Ezra 5.1, as well as Haggai 1.1. Uh, Zechariah 1.1, and also Second Chronicles 26.5. And then Malachi, of course, uh, has his own book as well. So it's the last book in the Old Testament. So Malachi 1.1. 1, 1. Um, after all of these uh, prophets, there was what's called as the, the era of silence. So Malachi being uh, really kind of the last prophet before uh, roughly a 400-year span uh, leading up to Christ. And that is called the intertestamental era. So that's in between the Old Testament and the New Testament. So the span of time from Malachi to Matthew. And we're going to take a little bit of time in the next couple of episodes to really dive in uh, and look at some of the major things that were happening in the, uh, the known world in those years. And what were some of the things, uh, one, that may have been uh, intentionally required. Uh, so for example, just a little spoiler alert, thinking about uh, when the Romans came on the scene and they actually had a little era of quote-unquote peace. Uh, so they were able to uh, do a lot of infrastructure building. So for example, the uh, building a lot of the roadways and things like that, which would later become instrumental in accomplishing the Great Commission, going there forth and preaching the gospel to all the world. And uh, and being able to take that in a very effective and efficient way through a very developed roadway system. So that's just one example of, uh, of some of the things that we'll touch on here in the next uh, episode or two. Uh, we'll also touch in on what was happening in Israel's direct history in the intertestamental era, uh, because a lot of what was happening on the global scale uh, was really more of a setup for the New Testament and the... Uh, inauguration and explosion of the church movement. Uh, but we also have to wonder what was happening in Israel's history. Uh, again, if we're going to understand what was their shared understanding and experiences of, and, and how does that play into how they would have received or not received uh, Jesus and his earthly ministry. So a little bit of a tantalizing thing to look forward to in the next coupling of episodes. Um, I know we just kind of hit a lot of dates and, uh, and scripture references today. And again, I really encourage you, if you're interested in any of these prophets, go back and look them up. Uh, feel free to plot them down on a timeline if it's easier for you to kind of piece them all together and to see who were the kings that they were overlapping with, what were some of the global events that were happening as well. And of course, you're also welcome to, uh, to do studies of what each of them prophesied on and 
and Todd on and the whole nine yards. A little bit of a speed run today, but I hope it's been helpful for you. We'll look forward to touching base next episode for part one of our intertestamental era exam. (laughs) Uh, Be blessed. Hope you have a fantastic week, fantastic month, and continue leaning in ever so closely, walking closer with our Lord and Savior. Be blessed. Thank mm-hmm. you.